Okay, everyone, we're here for the Talking Ball Y'all Picayune preview episode. Picayune takes on East Central. Um, East Central, Picayune, George County, all tied 2-0 for the district lead. We, uh, But something's going to change this Friday. We got a lucky interview this week. We get Coach Collins. So at the end of this uh, episode, we'll catch. You'll get to hear Ricky catch up with Coach Collins. Uh, really good stuff coming from Coach Collins. I think everyone will enjoy that. Hopefully, get the word out. If you haven't been listening to our preview episodes, Ricky and I have caught up with some great guests. We had Shesby up for the Pearl River Central one, but last week we had Coach Fan. So if you just want to catch Coach Fan and what he had to say, because he got to talking about other things other than just the Van Cleveland Picayune matchup. Go back and catch that uh, episode, which was last week, the preview episode against Van Cleve. This week, we're going to talk about East Central. Ricky, East Central comes in with an offense, uh, wing T, similar to what, you know, we see that, you know, throughout this district. Um, we see it with Popperville. So tell us what we're going to see a little bit different wrinkle from uh, East Central this week. Yeah, I mean, when you say wing T, you know, that's just a scheme, right? And being able to execute the wing T is, is a whole other thing and, and, all together. And, David, if you just think about this first game of the season, Picune played a Popperville Hornet team, and I think that Jay Beach and that staff probably execute the wing T better than any, anyone in the state. They have the, the, the personnel to do it as well. And I think that means a lot. So what they've seen, we saw it with Jefferson Davis. I mean, they, this is not going to be a new scheme to them. And I think that's a benefit for Picayune. Now, it's going to be a little bit different. Some things that we haven't seen uh, out of the wing tier, really from any of the offenses that, that Picayune's defense has been up against this year. And that's been uh, the midline option. You're going to see some of that. This kid, uh, he's a senior. Their quarterback, he's about 5'8", 160. He's not very big, Dave. Uh, Deuce hugger. Everything goes around him. He wore number 15 last year. We'll see him at number one on Friday night. So he's going to do a lot of those things. You'll see him drop back two, three-step drops, and then he'll do a quarterback draw. Uh, I mentioned the midline option. So you'll see some wrinkles from them. For them to come out and just run the football at Picayune, I think they're going to have trouble with that, Dave. I think that they're going to have to – come out and try to execute some kind of a passing game uh, or, or they'll definitely be in trouble uh, with, with Picayune's defense. Now, we've seen Picayune come out um, and run a, a four-man front and again, monkey see, monkey do, right? D'Aberville had some success with the quarterback sneaks. Perver Central tried it the next week. We may see them, if Picayune decides to come out in that 40, they may have uh, Deuce Hugger doing some quarterback sneaks too as well. Might try to force Picayune to, to go with a five-man front, but I think they'll be okay with a 40 if they want to run that defense against uh, this offense. You know, you look at their their guys that are going to be coming back. I mentioned Deuce Hugger, uh, fullback Andrew Marble, uh, Eli Smith, Brady Fant. Uh, he's a guy who played quarterback some for them last year. You'll see him at, at wing back and at wide receiver. Dustin Mears, Tyler Ferris. Those guys are all returning uh, starters from last year. But, again, there's no one that's uh, Tony Brown-esque in that backfield, Dave. Yeah, so we're not going to see a Dayon Bilbo, but um, sometimes those those teams that don't have a superstar just as tough, or if not tougher, to get a hold of. And we all know Coach Collins is going to run his offense to perfection. Um, we've seen it at uh, Pearl River Central when he was there. Um, probably the – I mean, the – the most competitive games that we've seen against Pearl River Central was why he was there. He went to Bay High for a year, was able to uh, win some games at Bay High, which is, is hasn't been easy to do over the past. So um, what he does works, and I know we're going to see it run as well as it can be run. Um, guys believe in it. Got a strong junior class. We're going to touch on – 
the junior class that they have, um, just a little bit. Um, I know Ricky mentioned it in the interview with uh, Coach Collins. You'll get to hear later on. But um, even Coach Smith had some strong words to say about that uh, junior class, huh, Rick? Yeah, I mean, he said it was his basically the the class he was waiting to to be a part of. And um, you know, if you look at those kids, and again, we got to see them play in the, the Jamboree game against Poplarville. They they fly to the football. They really do. Um, they're going to come out with a six man front and. Um, really, you know, those, those linebackers, Dave, when you have their, their names there, that's really going to be their bread and butter on their defense. Yeah, their defense is only allowing 13.6 uh, points per game, and that's all games, not just district and, and, and above. But um, they had a little trouble with Biloxi and um, was it Moss Point that had – they run more spread. So, um, But if you're going to run a power offense against them, it's going to come down to these four linebackers. All juniors, you have number 10 – uh, Brayson Owenby, he's an outside linebacker, and number nine, Des Fairley, outside linebacker. And I've been watching Picking for a long time, and the the ones that really have someone that can set the edge on defense are the teams that always give Picking fits. And it's usually Pascagoula, back in, the, in you know when Picking was really rolling. Pascagoula would always have that defensive end or outside linebacker. We would just call him the force because he's going to force you. He's going to be the one that sets the tone and. Um, so I think it's going to be key for uh, Picking's fullback, um, Darnell, when he run into power. If he's he's going to have to get out there and just hit somebody. He's going to have to hit uh, OMB or Fairley, and uh, over and over again. That's going to be a good matchup to see out there if Picking continues to run the power. And you also have the guys in the middle, which are juniors too. Number eighteen, T.J. Dunsford, and number twenty-five, Jared Huff. And there are some really strong tacklers there in the middle of that uh, defense. I think. Picking will have to open it up a little bit. I think we maybe we'll uh, – I know PRC had a little bit of uh, success with the reverse. We honestly, Ricky, this year, I would say Picking has not run that switch reverse as well as we have in the past. I don't know if it's the uh, blocking or just maybe everybody's been setting up on it and, and, and just waiting on it, and that's why everything else has been working so well because they're, they're so concerned about having that reverse come back that it's allow Picayune to run the, the leads and the powers and not have to worry about um, running the reverse. We hadn't run it really that much. I'm not saying it hadn't worked. We just haven't run it that much. But also I think maybe Picayune could try some of that t- this uh, this week and uh, spread uh, E-Central out because I think athletes on the outside, Picayune probably going to match up a little better and maybe we'll, maybe we'll see some throwing. Yeah, I mean, and let's go back to that first comment you made, and you're right, this defense is going to be – phenomenal they're they're probably going to be well without any doubt they're going to be the best defense that Picune's going to face in the district now are they Diaberville? I don't think so um are they as good as Poplarville I, I mean I think it's pretty close but here's the thing what the difference with those two teams were and go back to Poplarville and you go back to Diaberville they were able to stay at home they they made they played a six-man front they didn't do anything crazy um, they everybody stayed within their gap, and that's why Picayune had a little bit of trouble, mainly with with Diabreville. They didn't have wide open targets to throw the football to. The reverse wasn't working, but for East Central to come out Friday night, they're going to be blitzing a lot. They're going to be jamming those a gaps. It's going to open those things up. And you mentioned the success that Perver Central had last week. Their first drive of the game against East Central, they broke two very long uh, runs on what we would call Picayune's version of the the, the forty two switch reverse. They ended up throwing a pass in, in single coverage and, and was able to catch that to drive and get into the red zone. Now, they were able to hold. East Central was, and they ended up fumbling and uh, you know getting a turnover. But 
their defense is going to have to take chances, and I think it's going to open up those things for Picayune to run. And here's the thing to hang your hat on, too, if you're Picayune. And I'm going to give you two quick things here, Dave, that I think is going to be key for Picayune. The first one is this. You were able to move the football against the Iberville. That's a big old front, right? You were able to trap those guys, so you know you can do that. You were also able to have some success um, really all year scoring a lot of points, Dave, only running a few plays. I mean, if you think about it, and I'm just for our listeners, if you've got a 75-play playbook, and I don't know how many is in Coach Stogner's playbook, if you've got a 75-play playbook and you can run five plays and put 70 points up on the board, that's a win, right? So we know what Noah Carter can do. Um, we got Martz, the other senior tight end, who he's been targeted twice this whole year. He caught one last week. He was targeted earlier in the year against Jefferson Davis. We've got some pretty good wide receivers. Um, we've got running backs that can catch the ball out of the backfield. We have not had to do that yet. So we can if we want to. And I think that if Picune can get some kind of running game going, they could open up those other those other plays if they need to. Here's the other thing too, Dave. I think it's going to be important. You're going to be in Hurley. I hope Coach Stogner wins the coin toss and he puts his offense on the field. And they're going to need to go out there and exert themselves as being, hey, we're going to we're going to be pushing you around all night on the first drive of the game. I think that's going to be really important. You cannot go out with low intensity in Hurley, Mississippi on Friday night. You can't do it. Put the offense on the field, make them exert their power, and, and let's see what can happen. Yeah, Hurley's got one of the fa- strongest fan bases in any sport in the state of Mississippi. And I, I've, I've been over there for baseball games, Ricky. I've been over there for softball games. The only kind of game I haven't ever been over there for is maybe volleyball and basketball. I haven't done any of the – but I can guarantee you, I mean, it's popping on Friday nights, no matter what the records are. And you're bringing in two really great 5A programs together. And Coach, talk, Coach Collins talked about it in an in interview. This is what high school football is about. You got – two guys coming in here playing each other and for the district lead one of them's going to leave with a loss so it's a big big game and it's going to it's going to really play out for standings later for playoffs because i think picayune in 5a this year i think west jones in the other south and then it's three schools in our district that have a chance you got well. If, if you want to throw Gauthier, I think they're a wild card. I mean, you, they get running, but George County, um, East Central, and Picayune right now are setting at two and zero. And any one of those teams could win a district, and it wouldn't even it wouldn't even surprise us the least bit. But I hope um, going back to some opening it up and throwing Conti's is somebody we hadn't talked about Ricky in a while. I mean, you almost forget about him early in the season. He caught some really good balls out there from uh, Underwood, and I don't know maybe. I'd love to see some wrinkles today, this week. I mean, I'd love to see if we get out there and let's exert what we normally do, power football. Let's run PQ and power football and um, run the power more. Run, But, hey, sneak in that pass. Let's see Let's see a trick play there with uh, Davis, man. I mean, just get the ball. And then, man, I'd love to see Ratcliffe back there running the ball again, Ricky. I mean, it's, it's, uh, there's so many weapons for PQ, but I think it's going to start with the offensive line. I think the offensive line is going to have to come out. Coach Stoddard is going to have to get them from the start. We can't wait. To, this is not one of them games, Ricky, where we can go in at halftime, either down or tied, and then try to turn it up. They need to, The offensive line needs to turn it up from the beginning. Let's take the ball, let's run it down their throat, and let's go get seven right off the bat and let East Central know this is going to be us all day. This is it. Yeah, if you can do that, you, you put your defense on the field. Um, 
they've got you know a lot of passion they're already playing with that's going to really boost them up as well so i think that's really important another game too dave that we'll talk about and it's something that we're going to try to add into these these podcasts that we do pre-game stuff wise is that other team that's undefeated uh in the district is right now it's it's picayune it's east central and it's george county all at two and oh george county's playing vankley this week and that's a game to watch uh if if you got your phone with you on friday night and you want to flip back and look at scores um, that's going to be one that I'm going to definitely be uh, keeping an eye on because I, I think that Van Cleave is, is going to give them some fit. So there's a lot that's going to happen after this Friday night. Main thing is this is a winnable game. Go take care of business, and, and you'll be fine. Yeah, I think that's going to be a great game. So if you can keep up with the score, I'll give you a thing to do too, Ricky. you got Popperville playing Lawrence County. I think it's Lawrence County. Is it, uh, If I'm wrong on the team, but it's a really good game. Check out Clay and Jason Baker on the uh, MixLR app and, and catch them in the game while you're at Picune. So you can be at Picune. Let's listen to uh, Jason Baker and Clay Sweet on that call there. And uh, that's going to be a really good game. And it sets up a dandy coming up ahead of Popperville and Columbia. That's going to be a matchup that's going to be one of the best ones in the state that the week that they play. So uh, catch them on that MixLR app. And uh, hopefully everyone knows how to get that and uh, catch the call while they're at the Picune game. So you're over there. All you got to do is have some phone and have your phone and some headset, download that MixLR app, look up Talking Ball Y'all, and give Clay and Jason Baker, who do one of the best jobs in the state, Ricky, at calling uh, football games. Um, ESPN guys, too. So, yeah, I mean, yeah. who, <laughs> I mean, Ricky, who has, uh, Talking Ball Y'all has two guys doing calls for ESPN. I don't think we, we're, I mean, we're, who are we? I mean, we're, we're just, we're just tagging along with those guys. And so, uh, but that's another one to catch up with and uh but i really am intrigued about that van cleave game because i wonder how um george county can stop dayon bilbo because no one has stopped him yet picking couldn't stop him we were just fortunate that they couldn't stop us so um kevin fant did a great job of coming in and uh mixing it up so hopefully uh i would love to see van cleave give them a run for their money um i think it's gonna be a great game to keep an eye on uh the rest of the district you have prc playing um Long Beach, and I think I guess Gaucher must be playing West Harrison. So I, I think we kind of I think PRC will get their first win uh, this week. Um, it's going to be a battle. I mean, I don't think it's going to be a cakewalk for Purvis Central, but I think Blue Devils can finally pull out a win there. And uh, Gaucher's going to I don't I don't think West Harrison can keep up with that passing attack at Gaucher. Um, I mean, that's just my thoughts on those two games. Yeah, I mean, it's anything can happen, but um, you know, we got a pretty good idea uh, who the. The, the top four teams are, are going to be at least the top three in our district and that that fourth spot you know could be a wild card but yeah i mean you got to just take care of business every week yep so all right guys so that'll do it for me and ricky's part of the preview preview episode for the talking ball y'all picayune podcast and don't forget to catch coach collins right after us um uh, it was a dandy of an interview i thought coach collins gave us some great stuff talked a little bit about uh his time at pearl river central some of the guys that he's coached have coached under him and what they went on to do and uh talked a good bit about some of his guys on his team so uh you, you're definitely going to want to catch that so me and ricky will be at east central catching the action friday and as soon as that's over with we'll have our picking you post game podcast um come out usually they get out about midnight um with sometimes that um never know but that's all due to uh 
Jeff Lawsett throwing all these three podcasts together, and he does an outstanding job getting them all together by midnight um, so everyone can have them first thing in the morning when they wake up and get that coffee. So we'll, we'll see you guys Friday in East Central, and uh, talk to you later. If you're looking for granite, quartz, quartzite, or marble, come see Angela Burmaster at Exotic Stones located at 6985 Highway 11 North in Carrier, Mississippi, or at their brand new showroom located at 1171 Highway 90 in Bay St. Louis. Angela and her staff will help you select the perfect color scheme and will fabricate and install any residential or commercial project that you have. Angela's low prices and personal touch can't be beat. Also, mention the Talking Ball podcast and Angela will throw in a free sync with your installation. For the carrier location, call 601-798-4334. Or for the Bay St. Louis showroom, call 228-344-3003. I'm joined by Coach Eric Collins this morning. Um, Coach, thanks for joining us. Uh, Coach is uh, at the helm of East Central. And uh, we're just going to talk a little bit about the matchup against Picayune this week, Coach. And really want to just start with... You know, your ties to, to Pearl River County, um, I know you spent uh, 2010 to 2015 uh, coaching in Pearl, Pearl River County for the, with the Pearl River Central Blue Devils. And during that span, you had a couple of 11-win seasons, uh, actually played Picayune for uh, South State one of those years as well. And, you know, you've, you've got some pretty deep roots to Pearl River County. And, you know, some of those guys that were on your staff, you know, Seth Hayden, he's going to be on the other side, a defensive coordinator for Picayune on Friday night. And... Uh, Seth Smith uh, was part of your your staff there, and I know he's uh, doing a good job up at Pearl River Community College. And and John Feaster, man, a guy that um, I got a lot of love and respect for, was a teammate of mine, um, great college career, and uh, turned into a good coach, doing some good things at Stone County. So just talk a little bit about some of those guys, and and you know just some of the people that you've coached with, and where they are now. Well, you know, first of all, I want to just say that uh, the time that I spent in Pearl River County probably would have. Uh, uh, the finest times of my life. I mean, I loved it there. I loved the people there. Uh, I probably had as good a staff uh, all the years I was there. Uh, it, you know, I was blessed with a phenomenal staff that surrounded me. And, uh, and uh, you know, now they're branched off to be head coaches in other spots. But uh, when I first got to Pearl River Central, uh, all I was told was how they couldn't win. There was a lot of negativity surrounding the football program. And the first thing I remember, this is a funny story, but the first thing I remember, I was, I was meeting with the current staff. And uh, the, the first guy I met with was Seth Smith. And he vehemently told me, I will not return to Pearl River Central. There's nothing you can say to change my mind. I'm not coming back. I'm not coming back. I'm not coming back. And we talked, we talked, we talked. And, uh, and, and I don't know what I said to change his mind, but thank God that I did because, uh, you know, he was on my first staff. Uh, and now he's the head coach of uh, Pearl River Community College. And the next guy I spoke to was Quincy Patrick. Uh, Quincy Patrick was on my staff uh, the entire time that I was at Pearl River uh, Central, and then he followed me to D'Iberville, and uh, now he's the head football coach at West Harrison and uh, doing a really good job. Even though that record doesn't indicate that, he's doing a really good job over there. Uh, they have some circumstances that uh, really hinder their football growth, but I think those are getting fixed as well. But, um, 
But uh, I, I just I just was blessed. Uh, John Feaster was on my staff. Now, he didn't come right away. Uh, we had to recruit John Feaster, and we got John Feaster on the staff. And so at one time, I, it was myself, uh, Seth Smith, John Feaster, uh, uh, Chris Penton, and, and whatnot. And, um, and uh, I mean, to me, that was his finest staff anywhere in the state. Yeah, Coach, and I know, you know you've got T- Tyler Smith, who's uh, the defensive line coach at Picayune. You spent some time with him. Uh, coach Spears, who's now on the staff at Pearl River Central, spent some time with you as well. And, man, when you just you know, when you know think about coaching trees, that's uh, some pretty good names. And the thing that sticks out to me, Coach, with those guys that, that you mentioned is uh, they were all exceptional football players. They've turned out to be great coaches, and they're even better men. I think those kids – are benefiting uh, from just spending time with them, you know, because of the examples that they set and and just uh, how they hold themselves. Well, coach, I know you're you're getting ready for the matchup here um, against Picayune. It's not an opponent that is any um, surprise to you. I know you have a lot of familiarity with with them and what they do. And you know, currently in the district, um, you guys are in a three way tie. Uh, you and Picayune and, and George County at you know two and zero at the top of the district. So I know that that that's going to change Friday night. And coach, uh, just I'll go back to the the Jamboree game against Poplarville. I, I had, happened to be there and was doing some sideline stuff for, for Poplarville with our podcast. And um, I chatted with Coach Seth Smith after the game, and he said, "Man, he said these juniors, uh, and you know, and those those are the kids that are the same age as, as his son who plays at Poplarville." He said, "This is the class I was waiting for." And man, when you look at this defense, Coach, we'll start there. I mean, I know your four linebackers. Our juniors, um, Owensby, Fairley, uh, got Dunford and Huff in the middle. Uh, I mean, how special is this defense? Oh, man, listen, it, it, it's one of the finest defenses that I've ever coached. But re- what really what really is the crowning, uh, the crown on, on, on the top of that defense is uh, the coaching staff. So I got uh, Chad Huff and Sam Huff on the defensive side. And, of course, uh, Sam was with Seth all the years that, that they were here. And of course, Chad's coming from South Alabama, so we got college experience there. And uh, you know what? You know, and Donnie Wallace, who's been here uh, and played for Godley. So that defensive staff over there. Uh, it, now, listen, they're blessed with some talent. Now they got some guys that can play, but boy, they do just a great job of putting them in the right spots to be able to make plays. And uh, I'm so proud of those guys and how they've uh, managed. And listen, since the Biloxi game, we've really got not given up very many points at all. And anytime you can play defense like we play, uh, it's always going to keep you in the ball game with you know, and, and give yourself a chance to win. And so, and honestly, it fits real well with my philosophy because you know my philosophy is to play great defense, play really good on special teams, and uh, and do your best on offense. You know, and see what you can do. But I, you know, I always I always figure if if they can't score, they can't win. So we try to put our our guys on defense, and uh, we try not to play guys both ways so that they're fresh and uh, and can do what they do. Yeah, coach, and it, it definitely shows. You know, within just I think you guys were are number one in the district in uh, in points allowed. So defense has definitely um, been your uh, your strong point this year. And coach, just looking at the offensive side, um, your senior quarterback Deuce Hugger, he comes back. Man, just looking at him on tape, he's not a big kid, but man, he's shifty. Um, he, he plays hard. You got Eli Smith, uh, Brady Fant, uh, Dustin Mears, Tyler Ferris. Those guys are all back. Andrew Marble. Got a few new guys up front, but um, you know, what does your offense really have to do, in your opinion, to to move the ball against a, a pretty good picking defense Friday night? Well, there's a couple of things. Number one, you, you know, you have to be able to handle Picayune's pressure. So, you know, they're gonna 
they play defense like we do, so they're, they're going to send a lot of pressure, and you got to be able to handle that pressure. That's number one. Number two, you got to be successful on first down and not put yourself in the, uh, you know, second, third, fourth, and long. Uh, so, so first downs are, are a big key uh, in, in moving and being able to move the chains against those guys because here's the way to, the, the way to beat picking units is to keep their offense off the field. You know, if you keep giving them chances on offense, they're they're going to grind you down. They're going to beat you because their backs are just so talented. But um, but offensively, and listen, you mentioned a couple of guys. Uh, you know, Deuce, Deuce is a guy that that makes our offense go. There's no question about that. And uh, you know, he's he was hurt early in the year. He uh, separated his shoulder, and uh, we got him back. He played about a half a game against West Harrison. He played the entire game against PRC. He really made the difference in the game. It was a close game. And then we decided to give him the ball a couple of times. He touched the ball four times and scored three times and, and had 97 yards rushing. So that's the kind of difference maker he is. And not only that, but he's a great kid and, and a tremendous leader uh, of our team. And listen, he doesn't say a whole lot, but, but just the fact when he steps into this field house, uh, you know, he's, you know, he's here. And, and, and the kids know he's here and, and they want to play well for him. They, they, they rally around him and, and they have confidence in him. Yeah, and Coach, just, you know, looking back at the game last year, I mean, it was a slugfest uh, at Lee Trippett Stadium last year. 14-7 to was that score. Um, I, I mean, I think it's going to probably be a low-scoring game again this year. I look for it to be a dogfight. And, Coach, when you look at last year's film and you look at the Picayune team this year, what is there anything that just jumps out that's different to you? No, no. What really jumps out to me is just quite the opposite: is how similar they are. And you can pull out the tape from ten years ago and look at the tape now and see how similar they are. They haven't. They might have changed the coach, but they haven't changed what they do. They haven't changed how they do it. Uh, they they just they just keep grinding away with what they do, and that's what to me that's just, that's what makes them good because they don't change a whole lot. They're not real complicated. They put their athletes in in, in position to be able to make plays. And just say, look, you know, you know, we're running, you know, what we're going to do. We're not being stop it, you know, just stop it. And uh, you know, and for, you know, a lot of people have trouble stopping it. it. It's hard to stop because they execute it so well. So you know, we know exactly what we're getting. And uh, you're right. Last year was a dogfight, really and truthfully. I thought we should have won the game. We got. Uh, I don't want to say, but we got robbed on a quarterback sneak that we were in, and I felt like that was a turning point in the game because had we got in, we would have went up 14-14. I think it would have been 14-7 at half, and instead we went in 7-7 at half, and uh, I think it was a turning point in the game. But that's how close that game was. It was a slugfest last year, and really and truthfully, I don't expect anything different. I don't see either offense just running up and down the field and uh, having a score fest like – like Picky and did last week, you know, I, I I would be shocked to see that. Yeah, no, I, I you never know. Football. Yeah. That's why you play the game. That's it. You're exactly right, Coach. And Coach, how are you guys uh, health wise? Is there any any guys banged up? And if you stayed pretty healthy this year? Uh, no, it's been. It's, uh, I mean, it's been one injury. It's been one challenge. I'll just say it like this: it's been one challenge after another this year. And and that was. That was one thing. We were healthy last year, all except the Deuce got hurt in the, in the Pascagoula game. But overall, we were pretty healthy all year long. And, um, you know, this year it's been a challenge. So we've had, you know, sporadic guys get hurt here and there. But you know what? You know, it's 5A football. You're going you're gonna to get banged up. And, and that's, that is the precise reason why I don't like playing guys both ways. Because if you do and a guy gets hurt, 
you, you lose two guys. You don't lose one. You got to replace two guys. And so you, you start trying to put band-aids on things and moving guys around. And whenever you start doing that, you start getting diminishing returns. It's not going to work out. You know, guys need to need to rep. They need to know what they're doing. They need to feel comfortable with where they're at. And so, um, you know, uh, we we have a you know we have our nicks and, and and bumps and bruises, but I would assume everybody does. Well, Coach, I I greatly appreciate your time. Um, and I, I want to be respectful of your your schedule, and just want to wish you guys the, the the best of luck. I know it's going to be a loud and uh, crazy environment there in, in, in Hurley on Friday night. So uh, we, we we wish you guys uh, luck, and, and and hope everybody stays healthy. And I'm expecting it to be a good ball game. Hey, I appreciate, it, man. I, I just think it's going to be crazy here. And honestly speaking, I mean this is this is why this is why you coach high school football for games like this. Yeah. You know, you don't, you don't, you know, the games that you, hey, man, it's 62 to 7. Man, that ain't no fun. On either side of the football, that ain't no fun. Now, winning is better than losing, but that, that's not what it's about. What, what, what I love about high school football is when both of those sides are crowd, you know, packed. Uh, the game means something. It's important to both communities. And, uh, the, the, you know, there's electricity in the atmosphere. And that's what I think we're going to have here Friday night. And so I, I'm, I'm super excited. I couldn't agree more, Coach, and uh, I'm excited for it as well. Well, again, I just I appreciate your time and um, good talking to you, and we'll we'll try to introduce ourselves to you. My, my partner David couldn't join today, um, but uh, we'll, we'll try to come over and introduce ourselves to you in person on Friday night. Sounds good, man. I look forward to seeing you guys. Thank you, sir.